A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 23 of season two, Auto Know Better podcast. I'm Smarty. We'll be right back with you after this. Hello everyone, welcome along, welcome to our wonderful little podcast. Uh, I'm Smarty, as I said, uh, I'm joined tonight by OKB regulars, Mr. J. Carte and our residential stat man. And tonight we've got a special guest, uh, Aidan from Pundit Games. How are you doing, mate? Hi, mate. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for having me. Look forward to no, it. It's a pleasure. pleasure. Aidan's going to be talking about um, something that him and Jay and a few other chaps got up to last night. Um, I'll, let, I'll let Jay take that one. Um, it's not as illegal as it sounds. No, it's not as illegal as it sounds. It's all above board. Uh, it did not involve any lubrication or red lights. Um, so, well, without further ado, Aidan, do you want to take it away, mate? Do you want to tell us a bit, a little bit about yourself and about your, uh, the brand you work for and everything? Yeah, yeah. So, um, again, thanks for having us down at Auto No Better. I know we've been speaking a while, um, and um, it's something that we're keen to sort of engage with you guys. But essentially, we're, we're a, a football trivia board game. Um, sort of coined in Denmark. Um, so obviously I'm not Danish, <laughs> um, but um, it was coined in Denmark. And then sort of I'm coming to sort of translate and help anglicise it to the British market, which is what we're doing now. Um, and last night we held our first sort of launch night. It was a bit of a soft launch, but it was at, down at Harrogate Railway. And we had Don Matteo down. So a few of you guys came down. It was a great night. And I think... It's great, one, to listen to Dom and two, to gauge what the British audience thinks of our sort of trivia game. It, it's sort of, I, I think you'll agree, Jay, maybe it's like a, a question of sport meets trivial pursuit and it, it's it's a trip yeah. down memory lane for everyone who plays and, and, it, and it's like, it you forget that even when you talk about player, it, every answer is a player and, and when you sort of, you, you play and you think about a lad who played in 2015, you can't remember his name and it, it's a trip down oh. there and it really gets the banter flowing and you you spend much time as kicking yourself as celebrating and, uh, and I think it's a great sort of way that we can engage with football. Um, yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah. No, good, good. Is I, it a I game for all, all, all the ages sort Sorry, of thing? Sorry, you know, mate. Is it a game for all the ages, mate? Is it young and old and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. So we, we try and keep it as, as sort of engaging as possible. So 
we <laughs> we've got like uh, like we have different categories, so you can choose what category suits you, whether it be England eighties up to the England tens. Um, so obviously the young guys, but even even sort of the, the tens will, will sort of challenge in terms of the questions. Um, but yeah. we do we got to look at the European leagues as well. No, oh, cracking, nice one, Jay. You were there obviously with uh, with Carl as well. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about it, about how you play it, about you know the crack that you were having with the guys, you know what you got up to and stuff. Yeah, I mean, when we first sort of got sat down with it, we were looking at it and thinking, I'm not entirely sure how this works. But then as soon as you start playing it, it's just it's really really simple and it, it flows really easily. Um, I think we got shafted a little bit because we ended up with these two old blokes opposite us and we got a load of questions from like 1958 and 1965 and stuff. And we're, <laughs> me, Carl and Dom were all just sort of looking at each other like, who the hell is that? But like, it were it were really good. And uh, as Aidan was saying at the start there, um, like you get some questions and you're looking at, it'll say this player's done such and such and you're looking at the, the list of clubs he's played for. They're on the card with these games and these goals and stuff. And you're like, oh God, Portsmouth, Everton, Brighton. You're like, oh God, I know who this is, I know it. And you just sat there like going out of your head. And then the think... question turns over when we all give up and it's Bobby Zamora and everyone's like, oh, for yeah. God's sake, man. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the other bit of that is, um, I remember obviously Dom was on your team and we were speaking to Dom. And obviously, I'm, I'm sure all you Leeds fans are aware of his story with, with his brain injury that they hit at the moment. Yeah. And he found yeah. it a great exercise for himself, um, which, okay. which was really sort of refreshing. Sort of hearing like it, it, it's a good exercise for him and, and his mind to sort of yeah. isn't it back with what's happened in the past. Um, I know he touched on yeah. sort of his charity work that he's doing at the moment, and it it just it just created a great evening for us as well to, to sort of to, to bring it all together. Yeah, yeah. So it really nice makes you think. Like it really makes That's you think. You search yeah. through your memories. Hmm. And he um, certainly did have yeah. a lot of memories. Exactly. Let's be honest. Oh God, yeah, he had some mm. great stories last night. I'll tell you. Yeah, the one about um, taking Yang Collar to Majestic for a beer. <laughs> yeah, and then he had he had fourteen pints or whatever it was with what uh, Roberto, Roberto Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> the night before, in all, in all. And then he, uh, yeah. yeah, I remember he saying about um, <laughs> when he made his debut at Liverpool, they just have whiskies before they went out and stuff like that, and. It made him feel a lot better. So, so it was like they all loved it. Um, a whiskey before they ran out, yeah? yeah. Yeah. Just to warm your cockles just before you step out. So, um, and right, right, yeah, looks at in the question uh, in the questions box. Um, so, when is this to getting released then? And where where so where can you buy it from? Is it an Amazon thing? Is it any sort of specific shop? Yeah. Where yeah. Can you get over it? So we're, we're currently live um, in on and it's punditgames.com. Um, and you, you can sort of buy the buy the, the, the game online. I think we're really keen, based on the success of last night, to snowball plenty more evenings. Um, so we've got one in in the in the in the on the on the embers in, in Leeds and one in Manchester. We see Leeds um, and the Leeds fans and sort of as as a really sort of reminiscent set of fans who are close to their support, who are close to the club. And and understand the history and, and and I think our game really resonates with them, and that's why we we, we, we chose Leeds as, as a place to start. Um, so we, we really want to centre around Leeds to start with, and then and sort of snowball. So you, you can buy the game now on punditgames.com, but you'll see more of us in in these sort of evenings, in these sort of quiz nights at, at sort of bars and pubs around around Leeds and sort of West Yorkshire. We're aiming at yeah. Yeah, good. Well, if um, 
if you ever need any help with uh, setting up a games, I, I don't think it'd be a bad idea to get a few podcasts up against each other and uh, and we'll, we'll see yeah, what we can make of it. Um, I, like, we'll we tried to do better than that, me and Cal did last night. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll sort We did it try out, that. Clock oh, we'll and Chubb bottled it, actually. They were, they were going to be there, but they bottled it last minute, so... Did they? <laughs> did yeah. they now? It's because they don't have a Never resident staff man, do they? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And if we don't if we don't win, then he's getting sacked. That's as simple as yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Andy. No, um, no, no. What we'll do is we'll we'll post a link in the comments and stuff once this is done, and we'll we'll get a link to Pundit Games and that so people can Brilliant. check it out for themselves. Uh, but no, thanks for that, mate. That's great. I, 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 to be honest, myself and Luke, I know for definite, we're a bit gutted that we couldn't get over. Unfortunately, the time when we're a bit off. But uh, if yeah. there, if it does happen again, then we'll be definitely definitely getting over for this one. It, it seemed yeah. like a, a good crack and everything that I've seen from it. So yeah, it was really good. Really Brilliant. Oh, yeah. and, I know you'll be there. We can't we had that much fun playing against strangers. Like if you sat playing that with your mates, you'd, you'd have some great banter, a few beers, you're playing game. And I like the way, like, you've got all your categories. You're rolling your dice. You're picking from your category, going by what number it comes in on the dice. Um, but the other team, they also can take tactics cards, can't they? Yeah, yeah. So you can try. You don't know what's going to happen. We, we try and make it as inclusive as possible. So if, if you you, not, you don't really see yourself as a pundit um, or you're struggling with some categories, you can try and throw a spanner in the works with the team. Um, so it's not just how much football knowledge do you know. Can you play the game as well? No, excellent. Yeah. Now, in, talking about Statman, I believe you may have one or two questions for him. Now, this God. is going to be yeah. a, a nice little bit of a tester to see how we think he's going to get on. Should there any of us see uh, any other meets going on? Take him with us or where we should tie him up outside. No, so, <laughs> when, I, when I was looking at, um, I watched your last one about um, uh, the, the last podcast you did about Newcastle, and I remember you pulled it. Start your ass about the 84th minute, that man. So I was like, bloody hell. <laughs> I don't know how we go with this, but um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I've tried, I, I don't know what that was. So what I've done is I've tried a question that I hope you might get, and then we've, we've done like a follow up question, which might be a bit more challenging. Um, I've not, I've not done what time was this goal scored because it. it <laughs> We want what we want. What player was what? We, we every every answer every question is a player. And gotcha. so we try to keep it around our theme. Um, so essentially, I've got three questions for you. Um, we we go as far back as we can, sort of with leads. But like I say, the game's a bit tripped down memory lane. We come mm. a little bit further forward as well. So the first one I've got is um, who did Billy, Billy Bremner replace in his one sub appearance for Leeds United? Jeez. That was against Sheffield Wednesday on May the 5th, 1967. <laughs> <laughs> it was against Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, because he played so 773 again. So it's 772 starts, one sub appearance. 67. Oh, God. Uh, that's This is a guess. The same you're bottling in the, in the comments already, Statman. <laughs> Not, but I got the game. I got the game right. It was, it was, I think it was May the fifteenth, nineteen sixty-seven. <laughs> or sixty-six. Okay, number twelve. That was towards the back end of the season, and this is a complete guess. And I'm probably wrong. I'm going to say Norman Hunter. I'm probably wrong. You'll kick yourself, Statman. It was Eddie Gray. 
I reckon you got the hardest bit of the question right. Uh, and <laughs> that was actually the follow up. Who was it against? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, uh, but unfortunately, in Pundit, it's about the player. So the next one I've got is, who did Leeds buy from Man United <laughs> in 1989 for 180 grand? Sorry, from where? Man United? Yeah. Oh, God, everyone, knows this. everyone knows this. But who did he turn down to sign for Leeds United? I, want to say I think I know. I want to say Sheffield Wednesday. Correct, yeah, it was Chiffin Wednesday. Yeah, it was Chiffin Wednesday, yeah. I try to keep it on Wednesday, so you thought it can't be Wednesday, you know, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got yeah, one more Atkinson, Was it Sheffield Wednesday, was his manager yeah. at Man United at the time, but obviously yeah. before Fergie took over. My, uh, my, it, now, it says in some sources that the Leeds matched them, but I, I, I'm finding other sources where, where, they, where they actually came in a bit short of, of what, what yeah. Wednesday offered, but he still went, for, where he still went to Leeds. He did indeed. And the rest um, is my final question is, My final question is, um, who succeeded Jock Steen as manager in uh, October 1978? Jimmy Adamson. Yep. Yeah. And where did they finish in his first full season? At what league Fifth. position? Fifth. Finished 11th, Statman? 11th, 11th. They finished yeah. fifth the following year, then, because they're going to Europe the following season, because I know they played Valletta and University, Craiova, in the UEFA Cup in 79-80. So, yeah, 11th, 1st in the fifth, second season. I'll tell you what, though, mate. Well done. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, bad. I'm, not bad. I'm not looking at anything. I'm literally doing it off my head. Well, you, just need to, um, you just need to start playing Pundit now, so you can uh, get that brain working. I've got it. I've got it. We used to do... Um, we used to do a Statman uh, like an episode before, like the games and stuff used to be released and stuff. But uh, challenge stats, I think you you're the new challenge Annika, are you? Could be the new uh, like, could be new just, thing. I've just seen him in and out of an helicopter flying around. I've just seen one of the comments that I, I was wondering if you know. Uh, Will Coot says, um, "What brand of shinies did Mark Viduka wear?" That <laughs> I'm good about that guy. I get added, added a double few. I did dashing pads or watch the That's a bit obscure, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 Off 2000 when he scored four goals, and I think that might tell you the answer because he was one hell of a player. And of course, yeah. he's coming to Allen Road, isn't he, in a few weeks' time with, with Dom? Yeah, yeah. Dom, yeah. yeah. apparently so. Yeah, favorite all time players for Dukes, absolutely. Brilliant. What a guy! Thanks, I appreciate that. Brilliant, no, excellent. Some no good worries, questions there. Thanks for them, mate. Um, are you going to stick around while we talk about um, probably slander your team a little bit? And then, uh, <laughs> for those who don't know, Aidan's a barcode. He's a Newcastle fan. Um, so Someone else to be here. Do you want to briefly yeah. talk about that that game? Go on, we'll give you give us your opinion about your uh, your uh, uh, very, very fortunate result at Ellen Road. I, I, in my own honesty, <laughs> I feel as though Newcastle played the perfect game for what, what they had on, you know, and... and and it isn't pretty, but it, we're in a we're in a scrap, and 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 I think, I think you'd be very naive to think we played well. I think my, my biggest concern is, is, is a lot of my friends are Leeds fans. Is they didn't there's not much action off the back of that Newcastle game. I think there's some alarm bells from a Leeds perspective in terms of, you know, there was certain players knocking about strikers that, that Leeds could have gone after. Um, 
that they probably should have done towards the, the end of the January window. But as, but as a Newcastle fan, three points is three points. I don't care how it comes and I don't care what it looks like at this point. Um, and I don't think you should. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, I, I think it's, from my perspective, it's great to have the two clubs in the top league. And I think they should stay there. I think there should be more Northern clubs in, in, the, in, the, yeah. in, the, in the league. Keep it interesting. Um, not the... Cockney Mafia knocking about and all that sort of stuff. So I, I um, it, it's great, and and I think two great clubs should hang about as long as they can. No, absolutely, mate, definitely. Um, you're right. It was it was a bit of an ugly win, but you know we've had ugly wins. You know, look at our result against City last season. You know, we, we yeah, they're we, the best ones. They're the ones you remember, and 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 it, and the ones that you can wind your friends up about because you didn't deserve it. Of course, it is. You know that everyone knows that, but it is what it is. They're, uh, they're definitely they're definitely a team to uh, be, be wary of now, going especially going into like next season and stuff like that. You know, doing some damage in the transfer market and all that sort of stuff. There, the one to watch. I, I, you know, I think we dominated in the first half, but the second half had a completely uh, completely different game. You know, yeah. you, you dug in and, and we didn't take his chances, and, and that's how it is. You know, that's football, and that's what makes exactly. it you know so good to watch. And, um, and if you remember last night, Jay, um, Dom sort of alluded further about the, the sort of. The lack, you know, he was a bit. Frust- he felt a bit frustrated about the lack of movement in the transfer market, didn't he? And he, he mentioned yeah, Minamino yeah. in uh, Liverpool yeah. that he went after. But for me, yeah, he said I, he thought he'd have been a good fit. I can't argue with that. I think he would have been pretty decent for us. I, I get the. My friends speak to me about um, Bielsa wants to play, you know, and he wants runners and things like that. But mm. I, I, st- I still think so. And I mentioned Andy Carroll just till the end of the season. He, he's, he might. He, might not run as much as what you want, but he'll be there and he'll, you know, he can score from anywhere. And it's just another player that could have filled the void, I think, for Leeds that they didn't really go after. And mm. they probably should have done in, in, in hindsight, I think. I genuinely don't think he'd fit into our team at all, Andy Carroll. No, no, it's, it's not our style. I get what you're saying. It's in kind of change your philosophy a bit and yeah. stick a lump up top when you're struggling. But I don't think Bielsa would ever do that, to be fair. <laughs> Then again, as, as sort of a, a Newcastle fan who loves Andy Carroll, you had Andy Carroll against Newcastle, you'd have won 3 0. So that's, <laughs> that's the sort of. Yeah, there is, there is a Well, we thought it was going to be like that with Chris Wood, to be fair. So. Has he scored yeah, yet well, tonight? I don't know. It's one all that's one one currently. But I don't one know who scored. Yeah. Uh, own goal, Mason Holgate, I think, for Newcastle. And Watford a 0 0 against West Ham and Manuel 1 0 up at Burnley. So results. I did just see. Um, Joe Linton boot the ball up from the ground into his head in the box. <laughs> and oh, yeah. So that worked. I think we can all agree on that we hate Man United, though, yeah? Oh, fucking hell, you are. 100%. 100%. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, we can talk about a little bit of transfers, but what we're going to do is um, we're going to move on to the poll now, um, as everyone knows. <laughs> Smash favourite yeah. part. Well, <laughs> we'll play. It's cool. Twitter poll results. So as you all know, um, every week we run a poll via our Twitter account uh, and ask everyone to vote on their main subject for the pod. Um, I'm just trying to find it now. It wasn't how I thought it was going to go, to be quite honest with you. Um, But from this week, so uh, ticket tantrums, seat geeks tickets, the way forward, uh, strike it, look it, January over. However, we've still got no striker. And we love the drama. Anyone there? Uh, some of the other Shark are the under-23s getting itchy feet. Now, this obviously comes back to um, some of the 23s rumoured 
that they were looking at getting loan moves out of the club uh, and Somerville bearing the brunt of that one. Um, Somerville being the person that were keeping um, Minimano, is that the right way to say it? Minimano. Uh, from Liverpool, from obviously joining us for the, for the half-season loan. What's your opinions, stats, on mm. uh, the 23s and where and where we see them potentially going out on loans? Or, you know, because we, we've said it, you know, from, yeah. from very, very, very early on that we would like to see our lads playing um, adult football, proper football, mm. not these mm. under 23 stuff, you know, playing against proper men, playing proper football. However, on the flip side of that, he also likes to keep his cards close to his chest and have them playing murder ball and, and then yeah. training with the, with the first team. Yeah. Yeah. So, are they getting itchy feet? Have they got a rat to get itchy feet? I think it's very much a catch-22 with the league this season because of all the injuries that we've had. We've seen, obviously, Archie Gray, 15, on the bench and the players you like, so your Somerville's are wanting to come through, Jack Jenkins, Trench up there. Some of them have already said, Joe Gallagher's obviously made his day for the first team. And these are players that obviously want first-team football, and I can understand that. But I think they also have to understand there is a pathway at Leeds. And I was there last night uh, against Liverpool. And they were very good last night. Somebody was brilliant last night. They kind of ran the show. Noah Kenner, another one. Uh, Mullen was brilliant at centre-half as well. So I do think there is a pathway into uh, into the first team. I think it's difficult at a young age because, obviously, some of the old have seen his mates come through, like Gelhart, like Louis Bate, like Helder, make his debut at Leeds. He wants to be sort of the next one on the production line. I know he's played a few times this season at LA, especially against West Ham, I think, Fulham in the League Cup as well. So it can be frustrating for players because they want to play at the highest level. And I think they've just got to sort of bide the time. It has worked for, for certain players going out on loan. Look at Alfie yeah. McCalmont, for example. At, I think it was at Salford and, and Oldham last season. So it can work, but I can understand players do getting itchy feet but it's also very difficult so from a Leeds perspective when we do have all the injuries and uh players are wanting to get the opportunity and knocking on the door really yeah that is a massive yeah yeah like you say with the injuries and stuff that we're having you know having mm. players with that attitude thinking that that's not side before self if, if i'm totally yeah. honest however given the, the the circumstances and stuff like that i understand why they might want to go and get regular football aiden um Newcastle, do you get many under 23s players breaking through there? Did they feature much in the first team, or you know, do you see them going out on no. loan a lot? Or not? So, we I think it's been a problem since a number of years. Is you know, if you, you think about what Ashley's done, there's not been the infrastructure that the money put in, and that's why we we, we have one or two you know, youth team players. You've got Elliot Anderson out in at Bristol at the moment, yeah. but that's it. We, we struggle, and I, I think, um, what Leeds has done well is. They, they've really bought into the sort of the U team. And I think it's a good problem to have that players are sort of being like this rather than mm. not having anyone who's anywhere near the sort of the sort of peripheral of the team, of the, of the, of the squad as such. So my my till on it is that you've got you've got lads who 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 should, you know, what what do you, I know the, the, the under the under 23s, they won Premier League two, division two last year, didn't they? At Leeds? Yeah, and, and yeah. That, yeah, yeah. But, but what does that really mean? And and, and sort of if, if you've got lads who've come and played, you know, 20-odd, 30 games in the Football League, what does that mean? Surely they're in a better position than, than what than what a lad who's played, you know, 40-odd games in the Premier League 2 looks like. Um, Gosh, I think we've said, we've said this a lot. I, 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 get, I get the point about Bielsa wants them around the club, but pretty much academy lads, they'll have been around the club since they were, you know, they'll have been not you know, the same first-team players since 15, 16 anyway. Um, it, in my opinion, be get them out Fight, you know, make them mature, grow up, come back, and we'll have a look at them pre-season. Realistically, go on. Sorry, no, no, you're all right. Go on, carry on. It's fine. 
you know, and I, I think I think that's that's that would be my ploy in it. You, you're in a great position compared to clubs like Newcastle, other clubs in the northeast. Um, you, you look at Sunderland, who have to sell the best players, Sam Greenwood at Leeds, for instance. Um, so it's a great problem to have. If you, if you look at sort of across the border, across the Pennines to Man City, you know, if I'm if I'm a, a sort of academy player, I'd rather be sat at Leeds than Man City, where you know I could. Could yeah, be yeah. potentially on the pivot. You look at Joe Geldag, or am I going out on loan? A Man City, you're in, you feel like in Chelsea clubs like that, you're in no man's land for a lot longer. Um, my opinion is get them out though. You know, get them playing, mm. find out who they're really, what they're really about as soon as we can. Mm. No, you're right, um, and and of course we've we've spent, and I think a lot of people forget this. We haven't just grown these lads. These a lot of these guys that are in our under twenty threes now have been bought in by the club. They're not yeah. young kids that have been there for a long time. They're an investment that the club's made. Um, and, and a lot of them have got a massive, massive potential. There's some cracking talent in under-23s. Unfortunately, this season, it's had a knock-on effect for their team because the under-23s are having to get players from the under-18s to yeah. fill the gaps that the under-23s are you know, yeah. leaving because they're having to do it. So, you know, they've not had a right lot of under-23s action. Quite a lot of them. Uh, Somerville, Gellart, um, there's quite a few of them, uh, more. The, yeah. the bench is ever changing. Yeah. They're always getting swapped around. Um, I, think, I think they're just on top of that, though. They're a problem. They're, they're, the problems create themselves. So people, you know, Leeds fans have taken more interest in the twenty threes because because of the success, certainly of last season. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think other clubs around the country. I can tell you what Newcastle did for the last year or two in the twenty threes. They probably lost every game. Yeah. But it, it, it's a case of. Do, is it worth winning? What What do you want to do as a club, sort of thing? It's weighing it up, you know. I mean, it's a good opportunity for for a lot of young fans, especially to go and have a look at the the fringe yeah. players, because a lot of the under twenty threes are fringe players, you know, and they and they're managing mm-hmm. to go and, and and guarantee a ticket pretty much and go and see, you know, these young lads do their thing in a Bielsa sort of style of football and and, and mm-hmm. go and see it for a fraction of the of the price. And it is good football. A, a lot of it is really really good football. There are a couple of people, Clayson. That uh, are probably up to scratch, but you know, it, no, it's, it's, it's a cracking watch. And there is a lot of potential. You, but you see, in, in an absolute classic case like Cody Drama, who has ended up going to Card, if he's, he, he he actively sought out a loan move down there because he wanted football, he wanted to play more football, and I understand that. But from a from a, I'm not a professional footballer. I'm absolutely far from it. But in my opinion, and I know I share this opinion with a lot of people. I would probably rather be on a fringe of a Premier League team getting trained by one of the best bloody managers in the, in the world. So let's be honest, you know, you know, critics and, and, and everyone will, will say the same. Mixing it in with the first team, being trained, doing the murder ball or going and, and, and making a few appearances for Cardiff. You know, I don't know where that is. Jay, what what Do you know what, what though, Smarty? I was going to say because I think it was Phil Hay who mentioned this on his podcast um, or it was somebody on that podcast with him, but basically the gist of it was like when you've got a player like say Drammy or you've got Creswell or whoever, and they're sort of on the fringes of the first team, they tend to find themselves in the match day squads. But that means they're not playing for the twenty threes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're playing yeah, well, less that's football. What, that's what we're they're not playing any football in yeah. some cases, and I think that is probably the biggest yeah. factor of it because when you look at it sort of black and white and say, well. He's on the bench. He's on the fringes of the first team. He's, you know, this is his breakthrough. He's making his way in now. Just has to be patient. But then, I mean, the what, thing six is, months of that and not playing matches, you're going to get fed up. You, you, you are you've got a way up. Whether it's worth you, investing 
your career and not having those games at that time for your future or whether you think you need to go play those games and that'll work out better for you it's it's a it's a, a way up you've got to do you've got to make a choice at the end of the day no i i, I do i do get that um but at the end of the day they're not playing tiddlywinks at thorpe arch they're playing football <laughs> you know, and they're playing you can, a lot you can only tiddle with a wink you've got smart I think, well, I, oh, yeah, I'm, I, won't, I won't say anything else on that one. Um, <laughs> off now. But, um, yeah, like I said, the lads are playing football and they are playing competitive, competitive football. Like we've seen the bloody injury in each other, left, right and centre. You know, so they're not playing tiddlywinks at Thorpe Arch. But it's not the same, though, is it? No, that, exactly. That doesn't give you the, you know, the, the atmosphere, the, the, the feeling of playing. Because that, that, that's what everyone wants to do. You don't... You don't mm. I'm a footballer to just train and, and all that sort of stuff and play tiddly winks or whatever. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to play in front of people. So I understand it. It's it's one of them, in it? I don't, I don't think you'll ever come to, you know, get to the bottom of it and all that sort of stuff. But no, I, I did want to use the, and I've just off my head, Leeds United have never been an academy player in every match day squad for 604 consecutive games. So that yeah. does show there is a pathway there. And obviously that goes back to the likes of, of Gary Kelly, uh, Matt mm. Jackson, who's obviously the, the now the, the 23s coach. So there is, a, there is a pathway there, Paul Robinson, just so many examples of, of players that have made the debuts in the first and they've come through the ranks. So there is, mm. there is a pathway there. And I, I can understand players getting frustrated. It's not just a Leeds thing. It happens at all other clubs mm. as well. But players do want to... Uh, play first-team football, but I think sometimes players have to be patient and the time will come. And you've seen with, with Gellhart, who's really taken the opportunity this season, that if you are patient, I think your time will, will eventually come. Yeah, Do you think there's been a cultural change? So, like, you've got lads who, if you look at, like, sort of the early, uh, the, the 90s, mm. early 90s, where all they want to do is play for Leeds United, all they want to do is play, yeah. you know, all they want to do is play for Man United or whoever, whatever, whatever academy they're in or wherever they're from. Yeah. Do you think there's been a... A seismic shift where they, they just want to get out in the football league, make a name for themselves, and make their own money. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that also comes down to how much football has changed over the last 20, 30, 40 years as well. Because if you go back to I don't know the early nineties when Sky that pumping the money wasn't as big as it was uh, mm. or is nowadays. So yeah, I certainly think there's been a, a social aspect to it as well, where where football has changed a massive shift from what it was say, I don't know, in the nineteen nineties when. When Man United conquered all and won the treble, to what it is uh, 20, 20 years later, and I think there's more money pumped into the game than it was uh, all those years ago. And I think some some players do just want to go out on loan and, and kick a ball rather than have an opportunity to play for the club. And I think the pathway at Leeds and the academy that Adam Underwood is the, the academy manager uh, right from the early ages. Jason, I think it's Jason Blunt uh, off the top of my head, uh, or might be some. Uh, sorry, Scott Gardner, who's the under 18s manager, through to Mark Jackson. So I, I personally believe there is there is a path way there. I think it's just about patience as well. Mm. That's very got coming from, um, coming from well, Michael Brown, if you look at Chelsea with the amount of youth players they had on loan at lower league clubs like Mount, Abraham, Gallagher, Loftus-Cheek, yeah. Lewis James, they are now first team and internationals. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, we're not opposing the fact that you know the, the players shouldn't go out because we've had these conversations many, many times. <clears throat> um you know, and, and to be honest, with, with the under 23s, we're not sold on the under 23s. We'll bring back the bloody reserves for us. We, we, we yeah, have talked definitely. about many, many times playing proper men's football, you know, smashing yeah. the shit out of each other. You know, That's it. senior players recovering. I know they do feature for under 23s and all yeah. that sort of stuff anyway. But yeah, I, I totally get people going out on loan and all that yeah. sort of stuff. However, when you're away from your management and learning that philosophy and getting that culture, and, and, you know, yeah. 
just just I will you know, uh, yeah it's it's completely different so I see both cases honestly it's you know, I will just say know. in response to Michael's comment um that's like <clears> five <throat> players out of what 35 that Chelsea would have had out on loan at any one time yeah, yeah 40 yeah, yeah. players maybe yeah so it's it's not as it's not as clear as saying get them out on loan mm-hmm. and they'll definitely make it you know what I mean there's a lot of players that don't yeah, it's just, when you stockpile that many, you're gonna have players that make it. You're gonna have course, some yeah, talent there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, how many? We, we've had a few in the, through our doors in the last few years. You know, Easy Brown, um, you know, and a couple of others. Jesus Christ. there's been a couple yeah. that have come our way and, and just haven't made the grade. You know, you don't hear about them because they are, you know, they've come through their academy, gone out on loan, and done what nothing really. Easy well, Brown's playing for three. Lewis Bates, isn't it? <laughs> uh, we had on live <clears> the eighteen nineteen season. I think he made his Chelsea debut the other week in the FA Cup. And I think he's one of the most average players I've ever seen. Yeah, never hardly kicked a ball. Jamal Blackman, another one, and obviously he got a bad injury. I think he, mm. he, he signed online from us as well. So it, you are going to get a small success rate of players that do go out and learn and get the, uh, <clears> get the <throat> team football experience and then come back and be better players. But it's a very top and tail situation that could go on and on and on. And there's so many sort of strands of discussion as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, like I said, this 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 bit we've, we've spoken about didn't actually win the poll, but because we don't really want to talk about tickets because it's a bit bland and I didn't think it would win, that's why I stuck it in there. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. We're going against the grain tonight. Bollocks to everyone. Um, Send so, your hate mail to Smarty. It's his yeah, fault. Yeah. Oh, no, better at gmail.com. There you go. Send <laughs> me all your hates and your gifts and everything. Um, so, this weekend... In fact, this weekend, tomorrow evening, should I say, Aston Villa away. How are we all thinking this is going to go? Um, I'll let Aidan join in a little bit and get his thoughts about Villa and and, uh, and Gerard and all that sort of stuff first. But, Jay, what, how do you think we're going to set up? How do you think it's going to pan out? Well, I'm going to this one. Um, so, I'm hoping we're going to do all right because I can't be asked going to see us get hammered like I did when I went to City. Um, but I think we'll probably play a pretty similar team. I don't think there'll be many changes. Um, I mean, we've seen a few people back in training, but I don't think anyone's going to be fit enough to make their way back in there. Um, I think Forshaw was hoping it'd be fit, wasn't it, for Villa? But we're not sure yet whether he is. I think he will be. We see they're going to be he probably will, but he might be a bit off the pace slightly. So it might be that he doesn't get in from the start. Um, Cock may play instead. But, I mean, I'd like to see Lewis Bate get a few more chances, mm. personally. Um, it's, I'm in two minds, to be fair. Like, whether Bielsa is just going to do what he normally does and stick with as many of the same players as he can, or whether he's going to change it up a bit and try and do something different after the last game, because we were crap. I mean, that's probably harsh. We weren't crap. We just couldn't put the ball away. But we didn't defend well enough in that Newcastle game. And there were never a time when I felt comfortable with how much they were getting into the box and stuff. Like that seemed to be something we were allowing to happen a bit too often. And I just I hope that there's been a bit of work done and I'd like to see some changes, but I'm I'm just not sure there are many options for changes beyond like those couple. I'd love to see Joffy get a start, but again, I'm I don't really see it happening. Um I'm not sold on Dan James up front. I think he works hard, and I think it was Luca said in in one of the group chats if he could finish, it'd be amazing because he he does everything else really well. <clears throat> the pace, the breaks, the pressing, his positional 
play his movement. He's all good. He just cannot. Yeah, the keeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just cannot <clears throat> put the ball in the net, the poor lad. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, still come. he's doing I mean, he's still his best. Young lad, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. still a young kid and it, and it will come. And that's not, you know, he's been played out of his position and all that sort of stuff, you know, so you, you've mm. got to give him the benefit of the doubt, I suppose. But he, there's no Patrick Bamford. But then again, we don't have anyone like Patrick Bamford, which is the bloody problem that we're having at the minute. That is. Do we know um, if Rafinha's back okay? Because there were a rumour he might have a small niggle from I think he will just cramp. Um, yeah. and I don't yeah. think anything was released in Bielsa's presser yesterday with regards to Rafinha. Mm. So no news is good news as far as I'm concerned. I don't know about you, Stats, yeah. if you heard anything. Yeah, I, I'm going to be really <clears throat> positive here. I think the break has probably come at the best time for us because I think we're probably a Chris Wood away from beating Newcastle. That probably sounds ridiculous. But having a box in the box to, to the, the, the positions that the winners got in were unbelievable. And some of the crosses yeah. that Dan James put in against Newcastle were brilliant. And unfortunately, Dan James was in on the wing and probably should have been up top, but it's been and gone now. I think we can put a similar performance into the West Ham game. So I don't think there's many people that would expect us to go to Villa Park and win. And you look <clears> at the next two away games, you've got Villa tomorrow night, and then you go to to Frank Lampard, uh, Everton on uh, on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday afternoon. I just think it's an opportunity to be refreshed. I think the breaks come at a good time. I think Forshaw will be back personally. It'd be interesting to see what it does. I think it probably will be Forshaw and, and Robin Cott that'll go in the middle. Uh, I think Clicky may drop out or possibly Rodrigo. I think so. Uh, possibly, possibly. I might be wrong. I thought Clicky was brilliant against West Ham, but it's, mm. it's, if not Click, I think he'll drop Rodrigo out. Uh, from the team that played against Newcastle. I'd love to see Joffrey oh, up top, but I think Dan James will start up top. And I feel yeah, sorry I for Dan starts. James a little bit because he wasn't bought as a striker, was he? He was bought as a winger. Yeah. And he's had a bit of a slow start for one reason or another. And, I, and he's coming. I thought his performance when he came on against Burnley was brilliant. I thought the performance against West Ham was very good. So it, it'll come. And yeah, let's go there. Let's try and put performance in. Not many people expect us to go and get a result against Villa Park. And the sooner we get away from that that dreaded bottom sort of six or seven in the league, the better we can all relax. It's it's just a frustration that we didn't pick up the points against Newcastle because <sighs> had we beaten Newcastle, would have been in a lot better position. I've said that in the, in the group earlier earlier this evening before we came on and, air. And we had the chances. Yeah, absolutely. It's not mm-hmm. a question. We're not creating chances. If we weren't creating chances, I'd be worried. But we are creating chances, and I think the goals will come. And look what Jack Harrison did against uh, West Ham and. I fancy us tomorrow night. I don't think we'll lose tomorrow night. Maybe famous last words. But I think mm. we can go and cause Villa problems. And I don't think Tara Mins is that great, to be honest with you. I think he's certain he's, he's gettable as a central defender. I think he's got... He's a liability. I think we've got a double on Coutinho. I think he's that sort of, uh, sort of main man at the moment. So, yeah, Villa are doing all right. They're, they're probably exceeding expectations under Steven Gerrard. But why can't we go and get a performance at Villa Park tomorrow night? It's going to be the battle of the Brazilians, isn't it? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Aiden, um, Aiden, what are your about. thoughts about Villa? Yeah. What do you think to Villa? I know before we spoke about that, I didn't think uh, Leeds might could see, but then I thought a bit more about the continuum. But there is sort of in film, isn't he? Um, I think it's going to be tough to sort of hold them at bay. Um, I think you're right about Tyrone Mins. Um, you know, there'll, there'll be goals to concede. Interestingly, last night when we spoke to Don Matteo, um, he only some praise about about what, what Steven Gerrard's got going on at the moment. Um, and, and sort of that echoes in what, what he's... Oh, he's frozen. Oh, he's frozen. That's that. Why are we going um, back? No. Nope. Are we back? 
You're back. Yeah, you're back now. Okay. You're back. Yeah, yeah. We got to Stephen Gerrard yeah. last year. <laughs> Many do. No, no. He's he, like I say. Uh, it's it's hard to see how how smoothly he's transitioned to management, and I, I think he he understands football so much that no matter what sort of teams put against him, it will put a team to fight against that as well. Um, it, it'd be interesting to see sort of if, if if Leeds can break down sort of that brick. He's he, you know. He, he does set out and he does set out a team that work hard. I mean, there's a famous footage of him when he first started Rangers saying, if you're not here to work hard, you can get out the door sort of thing. Um, so, I, in all honesty, I think there's a draw uh, tomorrow. Um, but I, I do think both teams score. Um, I, th- I think I'm going to stay relatively on the fence with that. Um, but I hope Leeds get something. I really do. Uh, but it'd be nice to uh, sort of top top off this week of sort of really leads oriented week with a win for, or at least a point for you guys. No, I hope so. Um, you, you're right. Um, with, with Gerard, I think, you know, he's, he, fortunately he's never faced Bielsa and, and Bielsa yeah. does have a fairly decent record against people like Gerard. Um, you know, I'm sure he's done his prep, you know, because he's a, you know, rivalries and all that sort of stuff. I thought he was a fantastic player. Yeah. I think he's a great manager, and I think he's gone about himself the right way, starting yeah. off at Bloody Farmers League like the SPL, and then you know coming to proper football. Um, no, uh, but yeah, who knows? It could go either way. Aston Villa definitely have the tools to do damage. Dom's point last night was he said uh, oh, Gerard's the best player that he's ever played with. If you remember, Jay, yeah, he, he, did, yeah, yeah. he wasn't not surprised with the transition he's had in that management. Um, yeah. Sort of look at parallels between him and Rooney at the moment, and you, you just think it, it makes sense that you can tell them from the game that they've done the research and, and and sort of it's really exciting for those sort of players. Um, moving into management, what what's next? And I think, in my opinion, they've trumped what Lampard's done already, both of them. Because what you know, well, maybe so, yeah. I, 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 I think what what really is Lampard done, you know, he's Failed at Chelsea, arguably, you know, to the police about wire cutters and entering a yeah, training yeah. ground. Yeah. And... We'll, 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 we'll move on to him, we'll move on to them next because obviously we'll be covering Everton as well because we aren't going to be releasing a pod and uh, until yeah, next sure. week. But uh, just one final thing on it I mean, with, with Gerard, I mean, you could see it. I mean, obviously, you know, back in his career, they, they nearly won the Premier League, um, but you can see that it emulates from him how you know the. Being a captain, his confidence, the way he approaches games, mm. the way he speaks to his teammates, he's, he's controlling, he's mm. powerful, and he's an absolute natural leader. There's, I am, I've been, well, I haven't been surprised that he's made it so, you know, so so well into management. You know, he's. he's I just, just want to stop you there. There's been a third goal at St James's mm. Park, and it's two one to Newcastle United. So Aidan will be wow. happy. Well, you spoiled it for me. Stats about a minute behind. going to be leaving? He'll be he'll be frozen this time for for good, and he'll be buggering off. We get another pint in second. We will move on to we will move on to Everton, and I'll let you both. Uh, All right, just just in that last mate, because I think it's really poignant the point you just made, and and it, it's on top of what Don was saying yesterday. Like fifteen, fourteen years old, if you remember, Jay, that. Um, he was doing Don Matteo's boots, but he was telling people yeah, that's what it. And I think yeah. it just translates so much that his career has gone like that. Granted, yeah. I, in my yeah. opinion, he should he should have won he should have won the league at one point. You know, I I really wish he did. He did, but um, I I think I think it's great that players like him who, who are football men and to the to the core and, and he's doing so well and, and 
albeit, and I hope he wins the league at one point. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see English managers coming from yeah, our yeah. former top players yeah, and probably. actually succeeding. Um, because we we had so many, so many poor English managers. We used to have that merry-go-round of useless people that included such distinguished names as Big Sam, Mark Hughes, Tony Pulis, Buddy Alan Pardew, you know. Yeah. This lot they just kept getting jobs going round and round these clubs. It's you frustrating, know. Jay, that you've just named four Newcastle managers, but we ah, well, <laughs> you know, it happens. I left <laughs> Steve McLaren out because I didn't want to go too heavy on you. <laughs> I, was say, I was just going to say that. Um, no, we, we, you know, you, you've mentioned Lampard, so we might as well talk about him and obviously Lampard's Everton. Um, the grassing bastard. I mean, what can you, what can you say? It's fucking Lampard, isn't it? I mean, I didn't used to mind him before he went to... I mean, I know he's obviously a Chelsea but I didn't used to mind him. I thought he was a cracking player. Um, and I've seen him, you know, on TV and all sort of that. I thought, oh, this guy's genuine. He's humble, yeah. you know, all that sort of yeah. stuff. But now he can get in the fucking seat because I think he's an absolute shit house. I'm um, saying as you, Smarty, I never minded him as a player. It's the stuff he's done since that's yeah, really since soured him. He's just a me. smug, spoiled yeah, fucking he, 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 bro. Is that is the divine that's right that he deserves, you know, He's a winner and he deserves this and this. And I think, no, you, you don't, mate. I, I, that interview, I don't know if you've seen it, the one with, with, with Neville. With Neville. Uh, no, I've not the, no, I don't think he came across well at all. He spoke about the, uh, the Spygate um, and he, he, okay. so he had his last piece on the Leeds fans, which I, I, if you get five minutes, I'd definitely have a look. Um, right, but yeah. yeah. He's smug, and I, I, you're right. You're right in that. I, I think that he it's feels this snakey rat. Ah, so yeah. did, did he mention I, one I of them doing a dump in the dressing room? Well, I, I didn't say that. Didn't, in interview, I didn't did catch it? that bit. No, <laughs> uh, I said. I said, did he um, mention <laughs> someone doing a dump in the dressing room? Because I bet he didn't yeah, mention like, that. The, they left the cleaners a nice little parcel on the yeah, uh, shower yeah. room floor, apparently. Um, That's a classy guy for you, that. I mean, you, you, you look back to last season and the spat that he had with, with Klopp on, on the touchline and stuff like that. I mean, it's just classic. Arsehole. You know, you, mm. I think he said to Klopp, like, oh, you've won a league now and you think he, yeah, and you're giving it all that. I thought, you fucking arsehole, entitled prick. I'm not a fan of Klopp. I'm not a fan of Klopp, but show some fucking respect, man. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You want Champions League and Super Cup, really? As a yeah. player, I, I love Frank Lampard's team down as a player. Because there were two absolutely brilliant players that probably should have gone on to win things for England as well. And they did because there was the old debate, Lampard, Derek Scholes, could you have him in the team? As a player, he's brilliant and he's, he's won everything as a player. As a manager, mm. the way he handled everything with Spygate oh. riled mm. everybody up. And oh. I think, obviously, the rivalry with Derby County that we had in the 1819 season, the playoff defeat as well, really hurt because it was Derby and it was Frank Lampard. And I think yeah. he could probably look back on that and think he probably should behave better. The Spygate thing, in my opinion, was blown completely out of proportion. There was no need oh, for all the shenanigans that went on. At the end of the day, and there was crying for Leeds to be ducted. Points, fines, this, that, oh, and the other. And it was ridiculous. And the way Leeds played that Friday night against Darby was absolutely magnificent. And yeah, mm. Frank Lampard will have Everton fired up because he absolutely detests Leeds, there's no doubt about it. But again, it's another opposition. They're losing tonight against Newcastle. They're half an hour left. It's a massive game. If Leeds don't get a result against Aston Villa tomorrow night, that Everton game becomes humongous. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. If Newcastle win this, we're only, what, four points ahead of them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I will say with what has been said about Stevie G and Lampard, I personally get the impression that Stevie G will go in and he will work damn hard to make yeah. sure that things are done the way he wants them done. I get the feeling that Lampard expects success to just come to him because he's Frank yeah. Lampard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, There's an element of a divine right there. Um, he's a mm. winner he's, you know, through his career. That he is. You know, you can't argue with that, but there's, it feels though that translates into management and how he sort of shrugged a few opportunities in management, which I don't think were above him at all. Um, mm. I, th I think you're right there, Jay, yeah. I think Norwich's job would have been about his level, to be fair. He'd be lucky to get offered any Premier League jobs for me. Yeah, he should be uh, he should be doing his time in the in the lower leagues and championships and stuff like he started, but not obviously be given a, a team like Derby and, and and the team that they had, uh, which he pumped full of Chelsea fan, uh, Chelsea players. He won't be able to do that anymore. Yeah. Will he? No. Um, that's right. But let, let, let's talk a little bit about Everton. They're obviously um, they're on the same games played as us now. Um, we've looks like we've got a three point cushion on them still though. I mean, it's obviously it's hard to tell because we've got Aston Villa to play, so we don't know how that result's going to affect the guys, the team selection, all that sort of stuff. But how do you think we're going to set up against Everton? What do you think of the sort of things we need to look out for, the players and all that sort of stuff? Stats. I'll start with you. Sorry, <laughs> I suppose it's difficult to say because we don't know if we'll pick up any injuries against Villa or if we pick up any suspensions. Hopefully, we won't do. It sounds like Firpo could be back for, for that game. It sounds like Phillips and Cooper might be another couple of weeks. Or, I know they're in training, but just need to get up to match fitness. So it's very difficult to know until we've, we've had the, the Villa game tomorrow night, basically. And I'm guessing there won't be too many changes. Uh, uh, I'm sure Adam Forshaw will go back to the club that he started at and uh, prove a point. Uh, to have some mm. performance then. But again, it's, it's another massive game. It's a massive week, really, with, with six points that we'll know a lot more after after Sunday, Saturday, about 5.30, really, because we'll have 15 games left after that and we'll, we'll get a really better idea what the table looks like. As for team selection, it's very difficult to say until we know the outcome of what happens against against Aston Villa. We could win 3-0 tomorrow now, like we did at Villa Park last season. Uh, and it's all hunky-dory, you can end up drawing and end up losing. So... I'd expect a very similar team. I think Everton have lost uh, uh, Damari Gray. Uh, and there's been a goal at Turf Moor and Burnley have just equalised against Man United. Sorry to... Never. To, uh, oh, to wow. This is getting very interesting now at the end of this. Oh, crikey, we are. I mean, that's a good result for, for... Well, obviously for everyone, I suppose. Burnley, I think Burnley are getting buried out there. Let's be, to let's be totally honest. I think they're going down. I think they've yeah, pretty much accepted that that's going to be their fit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's a massive week. It's a massive week for the club. And then you've got another massive week after with Man United at Ellen Road, Liverpool, Anfield and Tottenham at Ellen Road. So, Mad come end of February, we'll know a lot, lot more. I mean, it'd be nice to get some decent results against the uh, elite Super Six that are coming, um, that we're playing against, obviously, in the next few weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, given what's happened over the last couple of... Well, I say last couple of seasons. This season, obviously... The, the game at Old Trafford and then last season's results, which were an absolute washout. I would like to hope that they will put a performance with us. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain that we won't get absolutely pumped. Battered. I hope we'll take it to them and give them a good shot. I, I'd quite happily lose against Villa and Everton it, it, just to beat them. I know that probably won't put, put us in a good position with the league and stuff. <laughs> but as far as pride is concerned, I would yeah, absolutely love a result against them scum bastards. That, that's the game. Absolutely. That's absolutely. the game. <clears throat> And they look vulnerable at the moment, so you never they do, know. Don't they? 
September the 14th, 2002, last time I beat Man United at Ellen Road. So, well, who scored, scored stats? Uh, some Aussie that I don't like the name of. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I will say, guys, if um, if we get a couple of bad results in a row with these two games, I, Twitter won't be worth looking at. Full <laughs> on meltdown. And the only thing anyone's going to be talking about is the fact we didn't sign anybody. And that's going yeah. to be it. And people yeah, are going yeah. to be calling for Bielsa's head. I've already seen people saying, we can't continue yeah. with him. He's taking us backwards now. You know, and it's just when, when, Jesus um, Christ. Whenever I see any comments like that, and I'm sure, Aidan, when you when you see that sort of shit on Twitter and stuff, you'll have a look and, and you know, have, yeah. a, have a, just a little cheeky look at their profile and say, oh, created in January 2020 or 2021. Yeah. I'll be honest. I've been living in, in Leeds the last few years, and uh, when I sit in the sauna and I'll just sort of put some put some fire in the air. I was like, oh, do you think, how long do you think Bales has got left, and all this sort of stuff? And it's interesting to see how thick, how sort of thick skin these Leeds fans got. And, uh, but like, I, I think you're so lucky with what I think from my message to Leeds fans, you're so lucky with what you've got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. I, got, I think it's got an idea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not finished. Someone paused him then. It's for us. <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> No. Oh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> See you Hold on. I'll tell you what. We'll let yeah. his uh, we'll we'll let him we'll let his stream catch up and we'll we'll bring him back in a second. Let his uh, let his I think he's on these. He must have uh, Jay's hamster wheel broadband. I think, <laughs> I think he's, he's using um, he's using he free Wi-Fi instead yeah. of the paid one. Yeah, he's he's using hotel free Wi-Fi. Isn't he? Um, but yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll let him catch up with. Us. Uh, I can still I can. Oh, he looks to be moving now, so we might bring him back he in. Is. Seconds. He's alive. You all right, you now, me. mate? Need to go and have a word with that receptionist. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Well, time with Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, I, I like I was just sort of saying, you've got a great culture and an ideology at Leeds that you, not many clubs can say they've got, um, and and really identify with that as as a fan and, and own it. Mm. I think it, it, my message because I'm so jealous of it, you know, and, and many clubs are. Uh, I think even even Man United fans would would, would resonate the same message, you know. Just, what what I what identity do they have at the moment? Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it pains me when I see that sort of stuff, knowing that Newcastle haven't had one since probably the nineties or under Robson two thousand three. So yeah, yeah, very jealous. Yeah. Oh, that think, you've reminded me now. Sorry, Smiley. Um, well, Dom did tell us. Dom did tell us a story where he got left behind by the team bus at Newcastle, and they ended up drinking oh. with Bobby Robson in bar. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> How good is that? You hear a lot of stories about lads getting left behind. Buses just picking up. If you're not here in five minutes, we're fucking off and get trained. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. Uh, Right, lads, I'm going to ask you for some predictions. Um, We we normally ask for a a fan prediction for for our league table, Aidan, but because you're here and you are our special guest, we'll let you uh, give us predictions for uh, our games against Villa and our game against Everton at the weekend. So I will start with Jay. I want a prediction for uh, Villa and then a prediction for Everton, please. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm just just going with with the gut. I know he will. He's always watching. I'm just going with the gut here. I'm going to say 2-1 leads against Villa. 
Um, and I'm going to say 3-1 leads against Everton. Fucking hell. I actually think we'll probably draw one of them games and win the other, but I'm just, I'm going for it. Mm. Stats? Uh, I'm going to go for a one-all draw tomorrow night at Villa Park. I don't think we'll lose the game. And I think we'll have the last laugh over Frank Lampard and I think we'll win 1-0 at Goodison Park on Saturday. Ooh, lovely. That would be nice, wouldn't it? See his little face. Aidan, <laughs> um, I'm going to come to you now, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. I was sort of mentioned. I think I think the Villa, the Villa game. I, th- I think you get a point there. But I think both teams as well. So I'll, I'll stick with stats on a one-one. Just sit on the fence on that one. Uh, but I also think you get a result against Everton. I think they're too open, and and, and I don't really know what they offer at the moment. And I, I, I'm touching wood because I know what's happening at the moment. Uh, as we, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think you get a result. I, I do think both teams score again, though. So I think that'll be a two-one win for Leeds. That one. Mm. Well, I'm going to go back to front. Um, I think we might beat Aston Villa 2-1. I fancy 2-1 against Villa. And for some reason, because it's that wanker, I think we're going to draw one all of it against Everton. <laughs> I don't know what... I think we'll either draw against him uh, or absolutely pagger Everton, I think. I'm not too That's sure about That's his cool final man. Away. I reckon when Lampard got his fixes for the rest of the season, that's his first one he looked for. Oh, yeah. oh, 100% that and Chelsea. Absolutely. Yeah. You do his bouncing dance in front of Everton fans, the fucking ass wipe. But bouncing down tunnel with my foot. <laughs> bouncing, yeah. You'd be bouncing down M62 with zero points, you'd toss her. <laughs> well, he avoided some points. He avoided some points recently, didn't he? Because he got, he got um, pulled up for oh, using his phone in his car and he got missed up with did. the ball. Yeah, yeah, he got him off. On the basis, I think it was the screen wasn't on, so he wasn't using it. Because some one of these militant cyclists with cameras <clears throat> caught oh, him yeah. in his G wagon, and he was looking oh, through right, the window. Yeah. I mean, you know, like when they start yeah. knocking and stuff. Yeah. I almost felt yeah. a bit sorry for him there, but you know, outstanding citizen there, them cyclists. Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, won't, we won't start a Twitter war or anything about that. Not <laughs> a better slam cyclism. Um, but, <laughs> Anyway, no, thanks very much for joining Smart, tonight, boys. And, um, do you know what, mate? No, we won't go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. I don't want to be getting a bad name. Uh, no, like no. I say, any, any hate mail can go to autonobearer at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> Stats is our secretary anyway, so he'll, he'll be re- uh, responding to it. <laughs> That's right. It might send That's you a because perfume you letter back. That's wrong, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Send <laughs> you a perfumed letter back, back in post, sealed with a kiss. He's got a lovely telephone voice. That's right. Um, Sometimes no, it's Maureen thanks, on the phone. Thanks for popping on with us, Aidan. It's been a pleasure having you on, mate. Yeah. I think um, going forward, any Newcastle games that we're going to be have, we, we might try and get you on a Berardi and Coke yeah, or something like that. Fine, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. We'll I appreciate that. that. Might be a couple of years. Might be a couple of years, I reckon, if, if one, uh, two go down. But whatever happens will be. I think will you'll be, be all right. I think you'll I hope be all right. So. I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. As I said, I, I think there's there's a sort of link between both our fans that we, we deserve to be in this league. And, and it's good. It's better that we're Absolutely. both in this league. Um, just, quick yeah, thank- just quickly then. I'll go around the room really, really quickly. What three teams do you think are going to get relegated? Really quickly. Jay, go. Watford, Burnley and Norwich. Stats. Watford, Burnley, Norwich, you took the words from my mouth. Aidan? Yeah. Reluctantly, I'm going to say the same, but I don't want it, I don't want it to leave my mouth, I don't think. 
I'd quite like but Everton think, to go just because of Frank, but I don't think they will. And I, I think Brentford could be in it, but I think the signing of Christian Eriksen could be a masterstroke. He uh, looks good in training. I don't know if I've seen that yeah. could be a good thing that way. I, I'm going to for me, it's Norwich, Watford, and Burnley. Yeah, definitely. Um, just slightly different, but you know, I, I think I think Newcastle will be absolutely fine. But again, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, thanks for everyone for joining Brilliant. in with us and sending your comments on all that sort of stuff. No, it's been a cracker this uh, this week. Um, look out for the comments section. We'll try and get Aiden's um, game stuff in the, in the comments and get the links for your for your website. Uh, we'll get you on again. Hopefully, all being well. Starts, Jay. Thanks very much for joining us, boys. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Cheers, boy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke After Match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.